Hey everyone, happy Friday. Welcome to this bonus episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. My name is Wes, and if you saw on my social media pages uh, over the last few days, we did a Facebook Live uh, episode where I answered some questions uh, live on Facebook uh, for the first time ever. I've never done that before, and I wanted to share the audio of that episode of that episode, I, I'll call it, um, with all of you. So I am just, I just took the audio straight from Facebook. I didn't edit it or anything. So it's a little bit, um, a little bit choppy. It's probably the audio may not be great. There's not a whole lot of production value, uh, to it. So, uh, bear with me on that. I just, uh, I wanted to get it out there for everyone to listen to, cause there were some great questions that were asked and uh, I wanted everybody to be able to hear it. Um, especially for those who don't have access to Facebook or may not have uh, noticed that we were doing the live episode. So uh, I am loading that here. And so I hope you enjoy. If you have any follow-up questions and and want me to just respond to you directly, feel free to uh, send me a message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, wherever uh, wherever you have access to uh, the DCL Dude podcast pages. So I hope you enjoy this episode and uh, I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. All right. I think, oh, we're up and running 30 seconds in. I'm just sitting here in silence. I, <laughs> I've never done this before, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, for joining in. It's see, I can see a couple viewers coming in now, so uh, feel free to, to say hi and tell me where you're listening from. Uh, it's, I, like I said, this is, a, this is a new experience for me, so uh, I'm not, I'm not, quite sure how this is going to go but i'm uh, i'm excited for it and uh we'll uh, we'll get started uh but yeah feel free to if you if you're watching from home just tell me leave a comment here i think i can see the comments somewhere on my page here uh if you leave them uh feel free to you know tell me where you're where you're listening from and i'll probably recognize a bunch of the names uh but uh, welcome to this first ever live edition of the DCL Dude Podcast. I guess you could technically call this a, a new episode, I, even though it's not coming through via the the, the normal medium. I'm 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 hoping to upload this to the podcast as a, a bonus episode, but I've I've never actually done this before, so I have no idea if I'll be able to uh, extract the audio file. So we'll see. Let's see. I hey Chris. Uh, Joe is on watching the Caps head towards another winning night. That's good. Hey, uh, hi Emily and Sawyer. Hi Sawyer. Uh, Chris is in North Dakota. Brian in Texas. Uh, I see your question, Brian. I will try to get to that. Um, but uh, so anyway, I'm I'm sure you all know who I am. My name is Wes, and if it, it seems like I'm stuttering a little bit, it's because I'm. Uh, probably because I've been really nervous about doing this all day. Normally, it's just myself in the room and and maybe a guest on the line. But uh, you know, people aren't able to interact with me in, in real time, so this will uh, definitely be a first for me. Hopefully, it'll be an enjoyable experience for everyone. I'm actually hoping to do this a little more often. I, I need to figure out a, a platform where I will ultimately uh, want to do it. But I think uh, I think it'll be fun to mix in some live shows uh, to the normal show uh, sh- normal show cadence. Uh, let's see here. Derek. Hey, Derek. Sarah uh, in Michigan. Um, <laughs> I get a lot of comments on that Marvel Day at Sea banner. Uh, that's it's uh, this is my office. This is where I work from. And I leave it on there in the in the background. And it's a, it's a huge conversation star. A lot of people ask about it. So uh, thanks for mentioning that. Carol. Hello, Carol. I'm watching from work. All right. I hope you don't get into uh, too much trouble. Um, Carol says, I love your show. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate that. One of the things I was most nervous about doing this is just coming on and not having any interaction. I think that would be uh, extremely awkward, but I got tons of questions in advance. So thank you to everyone who submitted questions. I actually, I might have too many questions. Uh, I don't know if I'll get to all of them. I'll try to keep this to like a half an hour. Uh, Maybe we'll go a little bit longer depending how it goes. Sawyer wants me to tell you he has that banner hanging in his room. Awesome. That's a good banner. How old is how old is Sawyer? Hey Ed. Uh so we'll keep going here. Um so first, uh, before we get into questions, I just want to kick off the show by reiterating that there have been a ton of developments in the cruise industry and, and specifically related to Disney Cruise Line in the past couple weeks. So feel free to ask me questions about that. Um, we also just learned today that Disney Cruise Line canceled some additional cruises on the Disney Magic. 
those cancellations are very curious to me. Uh, they seem to come completely out of nowhere. The schedule was already canceled almost through the end of September, but they announced today the cancellation of three additional cruises, extending the suspension um, through October 9th. I thought that was completely random. A lot of you asked me what I think this means, and honestly, I, I have no idea. I don't know why they canceled these three particular cruises and left similar cruises on the schedule. Maybe they're planning to extend their schedule uh, in the UK. Maybe the start dates of those summer UK sailings are being delayed, so uh, they need to keep the magic over there a little bit longer to get them all in. I honestly have no idea. Whatever the reason, I am officially done with the guessing game. I really don't know what's going on. It's crazy. Uh, let's see, more comments here. Uh, hi, Jillian. Nice to, nice, thanks for coming on. Um, Sawyer's nine years old. Awesome. Hey, Sawyer. Uh, Chris, community copycasters, Disney fans are really the best. That's, that's right. <laughs> Derek says it's time to start our own cruise line. I agree. It's time to get the cruise industry going again. So, with all of that in mind, I want to open it up to questions. Um, if you have one or two or five, go ahead and type them in the comments. Um, like I said, I, I have a ton to get to, so I don't, you know, I'll try to focus on the live comments if I get them, um, and I'll mix in some of the ones that people sent in uh, on the side. Uh, so uh, I'll I'll work through these while I wait for questions, um, and I'll just kind of go uh, go along, go with it. Uh, yeah, Chris, I got your questions, and uh, I are these the same questions that you you sent to me before? I think so. Um, so the first one I want to get to, I'm going to get to two from Joshua R and Ryan L. They submitted these on Facebook. Um, Joshua and Ryan, I appreciate you guys. They uh, comment on a lot of my posts and uh, a lot of interaction with them, so I appreciate you. Joshua and Ryan are wondering, uh, what is the latest on Lighthouse Point? So that is a really great question. Um, I'm not sure if all of you heard, I think I mentioned it on a podcast before, but they, uh, Disney released the results of its environmental impact assessment back in March. And we hadn't heard a whole lot about that since then. Um, but I follow a couple uh, news uh, platforms, platforms, I guess that's the word, um, on Twitter out of the Bahamas. One is at EW News Bahamas and one is at Tribune 242. They have a lot, they post a lot of news articles, uh, obviously about Bahamian news, but they, that's where I get a lot of the information about Lighthouse Point as it uh, relates to Disney Cruise Line. So if you want to stay updated on those, you can follow those two Twitter accounts. But there were uh, two recent articles from the Eyewitness News Bahamas account. Disney is currently, I guess, is still, uh, because they have been since it started, but they're receiving a lot of backlash from local environmentalist groups um, who felt that they were left out of the environmental impact assessment process. Uh, and there was one complaint from one particular group in there that, uh, you know, they felt that there are better options for the uh, for Eleuthera and that the Bahamians um, need something that has more benefits to the locals, which is kind of funny because Disney sort of laid out their whole plan for involving uh, the local Bahamian folks. Um, you know, they promised significant employment opportunities. I think they, they, they said 150 who worked directly for DCL, but, you know, lots more with vendors who would be permitted to bring goods and services onto the site and stuff like that. So, uh, a lot of job opportunities. They are donating ba uh, land back to the Bahamian government. Um, and they are also committing to allowing access to locals to certain parts of the development. So uh, it seems, I mean, from an outsider perspective, it seems like a good thing for Bahamians, but I don't, I don't live there, so I don't want to, I don't want to speak for them. Um, and then there's another environmental group that has organized its own public consultations of Disney's environmental in impact assessment, which uh, they, they said that <laughs> Disney's uh, assessment is not very comprehensive and they're, 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 claiming that they're not trying to get rid of Disney, but that they want Disney to consider a different plan that doesn't include, uh, quote, ripping up the beach. So we'll see what happens there. It's just, there's a lot of noise with, uh, with the local people um, about the environmental impact assessment. They did say a couple weeks ago, this is Disney, um, they expressed confidence that they had addressed all outstanding concerns regarding the, the development and that they would be looking to select a contractor around mid to the end of May. So uh, so that's encouraging. Hopefully they'll uh, start some actual construction or um, uh, start doing some of the work here pretty soon. 
And then a follow-up to that was, do you think Joe Rody was able to complete all of his work before leaving, or is it now up to someone else? So that is a good question as well. I my suspicion is uh, that he, you know, it's the project has been left to someone else. I saw recently on Twitter, Joe responded to a tweet from someone asking him if he had left uh, the project in good hands. To which he just responded, um, "Yes." So I don't. I don't know how much he was involved in actual uh, project planning beyond sort of the initial uh, uh, development of the kind of the, um, the, uh, the, the concept art and stuff. And I know he took a bunch of trips to the, the area to kind of get a feel for the local culture and art and stuff like that. So uh, I think regardless of who it was left to, I think it'll be in, in, uh, in really good hands. Uh, Chris says Derek from Rope Drop wants to know what park do you go on to do you go to on your rest days and what ride <laughs> do you rope drop? <laughs> I'll I'll like, I'll save the uh, uh, Disney questions for you can invite me on your show, Derek, and I'll uh, I'll answer that question on there. Um, let me find since Chris is asking, let me find the questions from Chris. Where are they? Bear with me one second. I had them kind of in order, and now I can't find them. All right, I'll, I'll just see them here and just answer the question. All right, I'll get to your questions, Chris. I can't, I can't find them uh, right now. So let me, uh, let me, let me move on to uh, another one here. Um, this one is from, let's see, this one's also from, I'll do one more from uh, Joshua and Ryan. They actually sent me 10 questions, so I'll do one more from them and I'll move on to someone else. So what are some things you are hoping to see on the Wish that could make the DCL experience even better, uh, as hard as that is to believe? So another great question, and I, I actually put um, a decent amount of thought into this today because I, I've thought about it a lot, but um, I, I never sort of put all my thoughts into one place. Uh, but one thing that I think the Disney cruise ships are lacking big time is larger staterooms for families. So obviously, uh, on in the normal stateroom categories, uh, you know, through the deluxe family ocean view staterooms with verandas, they can only uh, accommodate families of five. And, you know, I work with a lot of families who are larger than that. So it's two parents with four kids or um, they'll be traveling together and they want to um, have accommodations together. And you can't you just can't do that unless you book one of the larger uh, concierge suites, which are um, a lot of times very budget restrictive. So I think larger staterooms for families would be a, a huge improvement uh, on the on the Disney ships. And I, and I really feel like they're going to they're going to add that. Uh, you'll see, you see some of the other ships, uh, that have multi-level suites. I think that would be really cool to have kind of a, a suite that has stairs and maybe a loft in it. I think that would be really cool and something that, uh, maybe, uh, maybe could, uh, be an addition to the wish. I want to see completely new themes in the main dining restaurants. I, <laughs> I think I've said it on this show before. It bothers me that, they, you know, they, well, the, one that the, uh, despite the fact that it's my favorite ship, Animator's Palette is on all four of the ships. I don't like that they uh, use um, the uh, Enchanted Garden on the Dream and the, Mat uh, excuse me, the Dream and the Fantasy. I just, I, I feel like with all the IP and all the resources that Disney has, they can come up with different restaurants for each of the ships. Uh, and so I really want to see completely new themes in the main dining restaurants. I don't want to see any repeats. Um, so I don't want the uh, animator's palette on the new ship. I definitely don't want uh, Enchanted Garden. And I'd really like them to mix it up in the main lobby. They're all kind of the same restaurants in the those ones off the main lobby. So I want them to mix that up as well. Um, Holly says, agreed, but I bet Animator's Palette will still be there. I wouldn't doubt it if, if it is. I really hope that they do something to, you know, step it up a notch, kind of like they did uh, with the, the Dream and the Fantasy, with, with kind of the Drawn to Magic um, experience that you can have there. I'd also like some form of uh, premium entertainment experience that the Imagineers dream up that we haven't, haven't seen before. So it's fun to sort of imagine what it could look like. But they're so much smarter than me and so much more creative than me that I can't really, um, I can't really picture what that is going to look like. 
but I just know that they are capable of coming up with something that is just, you know, will blow our minds. And actually, Chris, uh, I wanted to mention you on this. So I know we had been emailing before, but you mentioned um, a dark ride. You would like to see a dark ride on the ships. I thought that was a really cool idea. Something that uh, we've never seen before, but I think that would be really cool if they could uh, incorporate that in. I'd also love for them to expand the pool areas for the kids. I think the pools are way too small. I don't know how they would do that or if they could do that, but I think that would be great. Uh, more recreation op options for the older kids. You see a lot of the uh, other cruise lines are offering a lot of fun things on board um, for, the, 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 uh, for, the, for the older kids. And I'd love to see a sushi bar. I love sushi. Um, and so I'd love to see that on board as well. That'd be really cool. Although with everything being free, I don't know if that could be uh, too cost effective. All right, question from the chat. Uh, let's see, animated palette for life. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, name one brand you'd love to see a restaurant themed after on the Disney Wish. So I, and I can see some of the comments in here. Yep, you, you're all gonna agree with me, I think. Uh, I would love to see a Moana themed restaurant. I, <laughs> back when they originally released the concept art of the main lobby, and they had uh, the kind of the the picture of the staircase. I zoomed in on some um, some of the uh, artwork that they had in the back, and I noticed there's a bunch of Moana characters, and I got really excited. I thought they were um, uh, hinting at something. But then I, you know, if I looked at the other pictures, there was other characters there as well. So I don't I don't think that they were necessarily telling us something. But I Moana is one of my favorite Disney movies. I think it would be a really uh, it would make a really awesome theme. I think they could do a lot of really fun things with it. It's a musical as well, so you know they could incorporate that in um, somehow. Have some sort of um, Asian food themed. I think that would be really cool. And just I, the the color palette, I think, would just be amazing. The greens and the blues. I think that would be a, a lot of fun, and it would be a great a great restaurant. And then of course, if Moana and Maui could be there, how how cool would that be um, as well? Um, and I was gonna say something else about that but i don't remember off the top of my head uh but yeah moana is definitely uh something that i would love to see incorporated on the new ship somehow uh name a disney musical that you'd like to see disney produce for the wish uh this is also from chris so i have um i have two thoughts here and i so of course i think i think it would be cool if they do sort of like they did on the magic if they have a main restaurant that has a, a, a theme and then also do a show that has a theme. So I think it'd be great to do a Moana themed show. Um, but I also I also would love to see a Little Mermaid themed uh, stage show. I think that would be really cool. If you've watched um, some of the stage performances, like I can't remember which ones off the top of my head, but think of like a Disney Dreams or a Disney Wishes type show where they have the characters come out of the stage and they have the bubbles and they have, you know, the whole like under the sea theme. I just think they could do a, a really cool, um, really cool thing with that. I think it'd be uh, fun to see a Little Mermaid themed um, show. Plus the music is great uh, in Little Mermaid. So, and they could do all sorts of fun things with the stage effects. Um, so I think that'd be fun. San Fran, San Francisco kids area. STEM themed would be fun. You have tons of great ideas, Chris. I think they should reach out to you. Um, Raya themed show. That's interesting. I I didn't love the movie. I uh, I mm, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't my favorite. I had high expectations because it was from like the creators of uh, you know Moana and I think Frozen even. So I had really high expectations and it didn't quite uh, quite meet that. So um, <laughs> wouldn't Under the Sea be a bad omen? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh so let's see here let's go to another question um chris b on twitter says if the current ships have about 40 to 46 concierge rooms how many do you think the wish will have and do you think it will have a concierge dining room so this is from concierge chris uh uh also known as chris magic dcl uh, of course, he's asking a concierge question, but I, 
I think there will be more concierge rooms. I actually think we might have already heard uh, officially that there are going to be more concierge rooms. Plus, I think they're extremely popular and they sell out really quickly. So, you know, at the premium prices, why wouldn't Disney include more concierge rooms? So how many will they have? I, I have no idea. I, I can't really take a guess on that. And will they have a concierge dining room? I don't know. I think the fact that the ship is going to be the same size as the Dream and the Fantasy, roughly, um, I, I don't think that they'll, uh, who knows? I don't think that they'll add a concierge specific dining room just for that reason. Cause they're, tr you know, try to maximize space for, uh, for other guest experiences, but it's an interesting, interesting question. Um, and, uh, so we'll, we'll see if, uh, see what they do there, how many more they put on there. Um, I'm not sure who submitted this from Rope Drop Radio, but either Doug or Derek said, how many more years will we get the same backpack for Castaway Club gifts? <laughs> I think this is a funny question and it's something that uh, has bugged me for a little while. It's been the same gift for, I, I don't even know how long. Um, it's that, it's that uh, one strapped backpack that you can throw over your shoulders. <laughs> we end up leaving them in the rooms uh, pretty often just because we have so many of them. But one interesting thing about this is a, a few months back, I, um, I took a survey uh, that was specifically about the Castaway Club. And one of the things that they asked was, would we like to see an additional um, level? So I think that's something that they're thinking about, maybe adding like a diamond level Castaway Club. And I, I think that's something that, you know, re could really happen. <laughs> Derek says, I love that backpack. Nobody loves that backpack. Um, <laughs> I think that's something that could, uh, is, uh, is a likelihood that will happen. I don't know if it'll happen right away with the launch of the, of the, um, of the Wish, but I think that's something that'll happen. And I really hope that they change the gifts. One of the uh, things on that survey was, did ask about what kinds of gifts would we like to see or what kind of gifts would make us uh, continue to come back or what we'd be excited about to get on board. So I think, um, you know, I think that's a, a good idea to, to change up the Castaway Club. I'm guessing people will probably be grandfathered into the new levels, um, but, you know, that remains to be seen. I, if you went back in my Twitter history, you could find the, the results of those surveys and the different questions that they asked. Sarah W uh, asked a question on Facebook. This one came, uh, John, I see your question, uh, Chris. That's a good question, Chris. I'll try to get to that one. Um, so Sarah asks, do you think the aqueduct will be on the wish? If not, do you think they will do something better somehow? So this kind of speaks to what I was saying uh, earlier. What would I like to see on the wish um, where I was talking about, um, I want to see, you know, something, something that's just going to blow my mind, something that I'm not expecting that the, that the Imagineers come up with. But I do, I do think that we will see the, the aqueduct on the wish. It's interesting. The, the renderings don't have the aqueduct on it, but I don't, I wouldn't put too much, uh, 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 thought into that. I do think we'll see the aqueduct on the wish. I'm wondering if we'll see some enhancements maybe to it. Um, you know, maybe some more loops out over the side of the, uh, the side of the ship. Uh, I think that'd be pretty cool, but I, I don't know. I think we'll see the aqueduct, but I hope we can, we're, we'll see something in addition to the aqueduct. Cause I really love the aqueduct. Um, if there were to be another specialty restaurant, what theme or type of food would you want to see? Um, I sort of answered the, the theme uh piece but i uh i i would like a mexican themed uh restaurant i love mexican food i grew up actually in southern colorado uh and we it, it just had the best mexican food ever so uh i would love to see that uh, i know they uh had it sort of with cariocas a few years back but that went away so i'd love to see them bring that back and uh and 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 bring some good mexican food onto the ship um, let's see here. I, there's another question from Facebook, uh, that was submitted on Facebook. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce your name. So I really apologize. I think it's Lan. Uh, my wife and I did a massage on the ship last time. Uh, one of my, one of my wife's and my favorite things to do on board. Um, would you recommend a massage at Castaway Key? Absolutely. I would. I can't, uh, say from personal experience how it is because I haven't done it. It's something though that my wife and I have been wanting to do. We need to take a trip without our kids first um, to do that. Uh, 
So uh, that's something that's on our bucket list, but it's, it's awesome. I mean, you, you're, you, you go in one of those cabanas uh, and just, you know, being able to listen to the, the waves crash against the, the beach would be a really fun experience. And, you know, massages are awesome. The only thing I don't like about the massages on board, I've, I've said this before, I think, but I don't like the salesy stuff that they do at the end of the, uh, at the end of the massage, you know, they, they come in and they say, well, where did it hurt while you were doing it? Or, and then they'll like recommend creams or something that they, uh, that they use. I just want to take my massage and relax and enjoy it and then leave afterward. And, you know, I understand why they do it, I guess, but I just, I, I sort of wish that they wouldn't. Um, cause I think it takes away from the experience a little bit. Um, what has been your favorite interaction with a cast member? Uh, it's another great question, and I've had a, a lot, and it took me a, a few minutes to kind of narrow it down to my favorite, but on our uh, Marvel Day at Sea cruise, well, first of all, the our interaction with the Marvel superheroes was just amazing, so if you ever have a chance to do a Marvel Day at Sea cruise, it is unbelievable. It, it is, it's really awesome. Definitely, uh, if you have the chance and it fits into your schedule and your budget, absolutely do it. But that wasn't the best part. The, um, Rapunzel on that particular cruise was just the best princess that we have had the chance to interact with on any cruise that we've been on. She was um, extremely engaging, uh, uh, was super uh, friendly to my kids. They might, you know, and, and the best part was when we'd see her around the ship on different days, she would recognize my kids and say, and take, you know, take a minute to say hi to the kids. So, um, and, and I told her, uh, near the end of our cruise that I really appreciated how much, um, um, you know, I really appreciated her for on that cruise and, and how, uh, much she enhanced our experience. So that was, uh, really cool. And yeah, I, I do know Rapunzel. So, um, kind of a, kind of a big deal in that regard. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. Uh, let's see here. Let me try to catch up on some questions on Facebook here. Is the Apollo dinner going away for platinum? Hard to say. I haven't heard anything official about that. I would guess that it is not going away. That was one of the things in that survey that I took. One of the questions that was asked, do we, you know, do we enjoy that as a perk as a platinum castaway club um, member? And, you know, I, I think that's a really nice benefit to being a platinum castaway club member that those, Complimentary dinners at Apollo uh, are really great, so I don't I don't think that'll go away. I haven't seen anything that suggests otherwise, but um, of course we've <laughs> we've been away for over a year, so uh, who knows what's going to change by the time we go back. Um, after the shutdown is a great opportunity to reinvent the Castaway Club. I agree, and also uh, bringing a new ship on board is a great time and opportunity to to reinvent the Castaway Club. Um, will we ever get a DCL dude rope drop radio back to the mouse cruise? I I'm ready to do it. We just need to get sailing again and, and figure out the, the, the logistics of it. But uh, it's, it's, uh, it sounds good to me. Um, <laughs> I'll cruise on the triple crown of casters. Uh, all right. So let's see here. Let's go on to the next one. Craig F. This is from Instagram. Uh-oh, I just lost my, my notes here. Uh-oh. Here we go. Bring it back up. Um, asks, what are you most excited about with the Disney wish? Um, oh man, where do I start? I, I think the thing I'm most excited about is just having something new to experience. So, you know, when you're kind of a, an, a Disney cruise super fan and, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to, um, uh, you know, build myself up or anything like that, but we've been on a lot of cruises and, and the, and when, you know, it's, more or less the same every time you go on it. You, you know, you have your, your experiences that you really like to do. You try to you try to find new things to try every time you go on. Uh, but just the you know the opportunity to have something new and just to see what they're able to come up with, the new theming, the new artwork. Um, you you probably saw that the uh, the Disney Cruise Line just released the scroll work for the the bow of the Disney Wish uh, last week. So it's going to feature Captain Minnie. I love love the scroll work on the ships. Um, I love the artwork around the ship. So I'm, I'm really excited to see all that. And then of course, just to see, you know, what they're going to put up on the, the pool deck. I saw Joe mention something about the, uh, the basketball courts. I, <laughs> I hope that they don't do, put basketball courts. I, I think that space could be used for uh, a lot of other things, a lot of good things. 
Um, but but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, seeing what they're going to be able to do with the upper deck. Um, I think they'll uh, bring Funnel Vision back, so that should be a lot of fun. So I, I just, it's hard to say what I'm most excited for because there are so many things that I'm excited for about uh, about the Disney Wish. Uh, let's see what else here. <laughs> I forgot to mention this one. Joe uh, on Twitter asked, <laughs> "Is it true the blue milk in Galaxy's Edge is just excess marine grade fuel that Disney Cruise Line doesn't need right now?" <laughs> Uh, so if you don't know what that reference is, I get a lot of, uh, people, everyone gives me a hard time for professing my enjoyment of blue milk at Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. I don't know why, because it's amazing, it's delicious, but <laughs> I don't think that it's excess uh, marine grade fuel that they use. Seems unsafe. Um... Let's go back to some questions from uh, mini Disney Quest experience on a larger ship, maybe timed right between technology and interest. <laughs> That's a great idea too. I, I the uh, the Disney Quest experiences are something that we've been wanting to do at Disney World, but that'd be that's a good idea too. And actually, where the the golf simulations are up on the upper deck on the on the Dream Class ships, that'd be a great place for something like that. Um, Apparently, someone told me that they tried to get uh, <laughs> reservations to those golf simulations and they were sold out. I couldn't believe that. I didn't know anybody actually did those. Um, and that's no offense to anybody who likes those. I just haven't uh, experienced them because I didn't. Uh, I always sort of forget that you can do that. So uh, maybe I have to try that sometime. Um, another question from Joshua and Ryan what has been your favorite episode to date and what this the this follow-up question kind of goes one and the same with that and who has been your favorite guest to date so first of all i have to say i love all my guests equally so i'll just go ahead and put that uh disclaimer out there every guest that comes on the show is my favorite guest uh but the one that i really enjoy talking to uh probably might not come as any surprise to you but um, it's, uh, it, it's Joe Lenzisro, the, the Disney, uh, Imagineer. It was really fun talking to him because I think the, the best part was he, because he's, he was so senior at Disney Cruise Line and had, um, so much involvement in, uh, the design of the Disney dream and the Disney fantasy. And even to some extent, the smaller ships, it was just so cool to be able to talk to him and kind of get some perspective from him about the, the process and, uh, you know, some behind the scenes information about Disney Cruise Line and, and uh, you know, what was going on at Disney when, when they decided to roll out the ship. So um, <laughs> no offense to everyone who has come on. I said that I love all my guests equally, uh, but uh, that has been my favorite episode to date. There's actually two of them, uh, two interviews that I did with Joe Lenzisero. So if you haven't listened to those, definitely go check those out. Um, they were a lot of fun and I really enjoyed doing those. Hoping to do another uh, uh, Imagineer. I've been talking to another one. I, I can't get him to commit, um, but we'll uh, we'll see if it if if it works out. Um, what is my favorite ship? That is a great question. Uh, my favorite ship is the Disney Magic. I like the Dream Class ships um, the best. I like, or excuse me, I like the Magic Class ships the best. I like the smaller ones. I don't know why I just uh, probably one because I grew up going on those ships and it's kind of what I'm most familiar with. But I also just like that, the, you know, they're smaller. So the, the crowds are a little bit smaller. Um, they are a little bit they are starting to feel a little bit outdated. Uh, so hopefully they'll, you know, do some do some work to uh, to modernize them. Um, but my favorite ship is the Magic, followed by the Wonder. I haven't been on the Wonder in a long time. Derek says my favorite ship is the one I'm on. And I uh, agree with that uh whatever whatever one i'm on uh holly says i listened to that episode three times oh thank you holly that's awesome i actually was listening to it myself the other day so uh, uh it's a good episode to go back and listen to it there's you can uh it has some re-listen ability if you will um but anyway so my favorite chips are the magic followed by the wonder then followed by the dream i love the dream um, the, uh, the cleanliness and I, for some reason, the staff always seems to be the best on the dream. I, I would put this, the, um, the cast members on the dream above 
the cast members on any of the ships. They are unbelievable, and the cleanliness too. Uh, if it if it was a if it was a magic class ship, I would say the Dream is my favorite. But I really really love uh, the Dream, and then the Fantasy. It's I love the Fantasy, of course. I love all of them, but um, you know it's it's uh, it's the it's my least favorite of the of the four ships. And we'll see where the the Wish falls in line there. Sarah says they should put that sum of all thrills simulator from Epcot on the new ships if possible. That would be cool. Yeah, simula. I mean, those simulators are a good idea because they. I I would imagine they wouldn't take up a whole lot of space, um, and Disney certainly has the technology to do something big with those. So I think that's a good idea. Uh, and like I said, that sort of falls in line with something that the Imagineers can come up with that um that i wouldn't be expecting or that i wouldn't think of myself so uh we'll see what they what they end up doing chris says what new regular stops would you like to see disney cruise line take on with the next ship after the wish potentially pushing another ship out of port canaveral permanent southern caribbean presence for the magic when not in europe what do you think Whew, that is a really good question um uh, so I think the magic will probably at some point move permanently, permanently to Europe. Uh, the wonder I'm pretty sure is going to go to the West coast permanently. Obviously it looks like the dream is going to sail out of Miami. Um, the fantasy and the wish for now will sail out of Port Canaveral. So who knows what's going to happen there once the sixth ship comes online. Um, where would I like to see the, uh, uh, a larger presence? Yeah, maybe maybe some um, some somewhere down in kind of like the Central America area. I don't know where you would sail out of. That's you know that might be uh, hard to do. But I really love those like really Southern Caribbean islands. Um, I think I've said before, Grenada is my favorite uh, Southern Caribbean island that we made a stop at. Um, New York permanent home port. That's an interesting one. I just, I don't think that there's enough variety in terms of itineraries out of New York that you can do. You know, you can go to Bermuda and you can go north um, and do kind of the Canadian coast. And I guess you could do those cruises down to, um, to Castaway Key and to Port Canaveral, which I love. Those were awesome. I'd love to see those as a regular, um, a regular uh, rotation, but the the other thing is it's freezing in New York in the winter, so I I can't see a permanent home in New York for one of the ships. But you know who knows something to something to think about. So yeah, I think the Southern Caribbean would be great. There's been rumors of an Asia uh, based Disney cruise ship. I don't know how uh, imminent that would be, but you know who knows. I, it's something that's something fun to think about. Um. Permanent home out of San Diego is a market Disney could tap into. I agree. I think, you know, Alaska and San Diego are probably going to be what the what the wonder is doing. Um, and, you you know, a lot of different things you can do from San Diego. Uh, let's see here. What is my favorite onboard activity? I only have a couple. Oh, I have the one that Derek asked me that I got to get to. Um, I only have a couple more questions and then uh, we'll wrap it up. And uh, so if you have any more, feel free to drop them in the comments. Uh, what is your favorite onboard activity? This is a great question. And I was thinking about it and I was, you know, I'd have one that would pop into my mind and then I heard another one that, you know, would I felt like would be better than that one. So it, I think it really depends on kind of the mood that I'm in while I'm on board. So I love watching movies on Funnel Vision either during the day and especially at night because it's just the, for some reason, you know, you can put a Disney movie on at home on your TV and it's just not the same as sitting next to the, um, the pool and watching a, a movie up on Funnel Vision. I, I love doing that. I love trivia. Uh, that's a lot of fun to do. I also really love to just sit on a, on a veranda and just listen to the ocean as the ship is moving. Um, there's so many activities that I like doing on board that you know it's and it also kind of depends on what my kids want to do too so it's hard to say what my what my favorite one is um so two more from Ryan and Joshua real quick uh my favorite meal on board and or course so this one uh uh 
was probably the easiest question for me to answer of every question that I received. It's a no brainer for me. Uh, it, for me, there are tons of good options, but this one is easy. Uh, the Enchanted Garden on the Disney Dream on the menu. I think it's the same on Disney Fantasy, but I, I most specifically remember it on the Disney Dream. Uh, has my favorite appetizer and my favorite entree both on the same menu. And if if you're not getting these when you're eating an Enchanted Garden on a night, uh, that's you're missing out. Um, but my favorite appetizer is the ahi tuna and avocado tower. It is amazing. You know, it's sushi grade tuna. It's kind of really the only place you can get sushi on board. It is unbelievable. Put a little salt on it. Oh, it's so good. And then the entree off that same menu is the caramelized sea scallops with roasted asparagus, sun-dried tomato couscous, caramelized leeks, and red wine veal juice. It, oh, oh it's so good. It's, my mouth is like watering right now just thinking about it. Um, but that's the best meal on any of the, on any of the ships. Uh, let's see here. One more from, uh, Ryan and Joshua. What is your must have souvenir? We always get a magnet to add to our door decorations. So have you heard me talk about my ongoing quest for the souvenir, for the perfect souvenir? <laughs> I've talked about it on my show a few times. It's one of these things that I know it exists the perfect souvenir exists it's it's out there but i have yet to be able to find it i don't know what it is i just know that it exists and i every time i'm on board i'm looking for it or if i'm on cast wiki i'm looking for it i just don't know uh what the uh the um the perfect souvenir is i i'll let you know when i find it um my favorite souvenir that i have oh i oh i had it but i i think i left it in my room I, and I don't think I'm supposed to do this, so don't, hopefully no one tells on me and gets me in trouble. Um, uh, I got a little glass jar as a uh, fish extender gift. It's a little glass jar. It's about this big. And I filled it with Castaway Key, with sand from the family beach at Castaway Key. Um, and I keep it right on my, on my, uh, on my dresser. And that's my favorite uh, Disney Cruise souvenir that I have. So it's not something that I bought, um, but that's, you know, it's just a, a little keepsake that I like to have. All right. Uh, actually, there's one more question I'll get to, but let me look here on Facebook. What time? How are we for time? 40 minutes. All right. I'll wrap it up here pretty soon. Um, what branded bill cap are you wearing? Oh, very uh, observant of you. It's just a, an American flag. Um Anyone can cook, plus you get a free snack between meals. That is, uh, yes, exactly. That's a great a great option. Uh, I'd like to see that on board. Where is the podcast store? Um, do you mean like DCL Dude Podcast branded merchandise? I don't have a store. I do have a T Public um, site. I don't think anybody actually knows about that. So if you visited uh, tpublic.com, uh, I, and search for the, uh, the DCL dude. I do have a couple t-shirts that I designed. I think there's only two. Uh, one has the podcast logo on it, but one is a, a grand slam t-shirt. So you can check that out. Uh, but I am looking into some more merchandise. It's actually on my to-do list uh, of things to do for the podcast. So, uh, stay tuned there. Seabass with fava bean risotto from Enchanted Garden. That's a good one. I, I had one bad experience with the sea bass. And it kind of turned me off uh, on it for ever. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll give it another chance again just because there's so many other good things. Um, you need an Epcot sushi donut. I have not tried the Epcot sushi donut. So that is on my list of things to do. Emily says, what's my favorite dessert? Ooh, that is a tough question. My wife gives me a hard time because I'm the type of person that would rather fill up on a really good meal and get really full and not leave room for dessert. I, you know, I, that would be my preference. Um, but if I, ooh, if I had to choose, I really like the, uh, Oh, what is it? The, um, it's like a fried dough that comes in the, um, in the skillet at, uh, Rapunzel's Royal table. Have you ever had that? And it's got some ice cream on it, the vanilla ice cream. Ooh, that's unbelievable. That's so good. So I'll go, I'll go with that one. I don't know if that's my favorite. Uh, I, I might have to give it some more thought, but uh, maybe I'll get back to you on that one, Emily. All answers that aren't the souffle from Paulo. Oh, that is a great point, Chris. Thank you. The souffle from Paulo is my favorite dessert on a Disney cruise. It is unbelievable. They, if I don't, 
you order it at the beginning and they bake it and then it comes it's hot and then they they take the spoon and they put a hole in it and it's just like molten chocolate inside and then they take the vanilla uh, uh what is it syrup and then the chocolate syrup and they pour it inside and then you cut into it and just like bleeds out it's unbelievable the souffle is so good thank you for bringing that up chris um best magnet on board i cruise like it's my job <laughs> i mean i pretty much work to cruise so i cruise I get, because i have a job i uh, sorry i tried to make a joke out of that and failed miserably um i will uh put a link to the t public site um the fry bread yes thank you that is what's called the fry bread thank you emily i love the grand marnier souffle a little more oh so i it's it's interesting you say that because i every time they ask me do I want the Grand Marnier or not? I have always said I do not. Um, I don't like the taste of like hard alcohol. So I, you know, I, I'm afraid that it, it tastes too much like that and I'll end up, you know, I'll end up not liking it. And I really don't want to not like the souffle. So, but if, you know, everyone says it's amazing, even the, the Paulo waiters say it's amazing. So um, I'll have to give that a try sometime. Strawberry soup at Paulo. Hmm. I have not tried that one before. I don't even recall seeing that one on the menu, but I will make a note of it. Uh, souffle congers DCL and Gaston Simon roll rules WDW. I would agree. Um, two more questions that were submitted, and then if there's any more on Facebook, uh, we'll get to those, and then we'll wrap up. What's the biggest changes for DCL guests once cruising resumes? This is a great question. Um, and obviously one that I don't have the exact answers to, um, but I think, so I think masks are going to be required. Uh, I think that'll be a big change. Um, I think they will reduce, at least initially, they'll reduce the capacity on board. So you might see less guests on the ship, which, you know, might be a, 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 a benefit to all this. I think we'll probably see some plexiglass barriers similar to the way we do at uh at uh, Walt Disney World in you know on some of the ride on some of the ride vehicles and in the ride queues. Uh, I'm not sure where they would uh use those, but I think we'll see some of that. I don't think we'll see self-service buffets. Um I think in the Walt Disney Theater there'll probably be ways that they'll uh spread you out so they won't um pack you in as much so that may mean they do more stage performances so there'll be more opportunities throughout the the, the ship to uh to watch the shows uh i think that could be a possibility what else there was one more i was thinking of that uh, might be a big change um oh the, you might see some some instances where you have more opportunities to sign up for things in advance or reserve your spot to do something so i'm I'm not I'm thinking of like a fast pass for the aqueduct. I don't think that is going to happen, but something like that where you kind of reserve a time to go and do some sort of experience. Um, so those are kind of the things that I have been thinking of. I have no information on that. It's just kind of guessing based on, um, you know, what I've been reading with the CDC and all the other requirements and stuff. So um, <laughs> how will people get heartburn from the Pirate Night buffet without the buffet? <laughs> Uh, yeah um sarah hi sarah sarah says i think some of these changes uh could be good i'd love the matinees for shows uh i agree i think earlier shows would be awesome for uh, a lot of people a lot of like young families like the matinees um and some people just like to do them to free up their evenings i think that would be a great idea because a lot of times i'll want to do other things at night but i'll feel like i i need to go to the show so i think that's a good idea to do matinees um uh, and then the last question, this is uh, Derek submitted it. Who would you rather cruise with, Derek or Doug from Rope Drop Radio? So since Doug is not here, I'm going to say I would rather cruise with Derek. And uh, we'll just we'll go with that and <laughs> we'll see how, uh, see how that all shakes out. But Doug, if you were here, I might have had a, a better, a different idea. But uh, you didn't join the live uh, Facebook uh episode so i'm gonna go with derek so congratulations derek uh it's you um chris says this was a great idea wes great first live event for the podcast thanks for all the work and the tips you share with the audience thank you chris i appreciate you um thank you emily thank you sarah having after having them serve 
us on other trips. I don't think they are going to skip on portions. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't think so either. Um, and the never ending enthusiasm. Thank you, Emily. I appreciate that. I try to stay very upbeat. It can be uh, a little challenging sometimes with all the negativity around the, the cruise industry. Hopefully we'll be back to, uh, to normal soon. Um, thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. And, and just thank you all for participating in this. I really appreciate it. One of my biggest fears was coming on here and not having any interaction. So I really appreciate all of you who uh, came on and joined. Thank you so much for, for listening to my show. It, I can't even tell you how much it means to me. Um, the feedback I get on the podcast, the reviews that I receive on iTunes, it really is um, very uplifting. So thank you all for that. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a glimmer. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get through this and hopefully we'll be back to, to cruising with Disney very, very, very soon. Um, so I, uh, I appreciate you all and thank you for uh, joining in on the show. And I will talk to you again uh, on our next episode. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.